across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Good morning. I don't know if you've noticed over the last little while, I've seen a lot of sort of press. We've done a couple of interviews of people who've come out to suggest that the new tobacco products and electronically electronic delivery systems control bill should be postponed. We spoke to informal traders. I think it was just yesterday. We've spoken to other groups. I've seen interviews in other places where people are saying the same thing. I've often wondered who's coordinating all of this. And there is, of course, another response to it, another side. And this bill would make major changes to how we manage cigarettes. Dr. Catherine Egbez, a specialist scientist in the Alcohol, Tobacco and Other Drug Research Unit of the South African Medical Research Council. Dr. Egbez, good morning. Good morning, Steve. Is it important to pass the bill now or should we delay it? Oh, no more delay. <laughs> because we've delayed this bill for more than five years. The bill was first put out for public comment in May 2018. And we are in July 2023. And someone is talking about delaying it further. I think that uh, the South African uh, society deserves better. And uh, they deserve protection from these products that are not under the regulatory framework of the current tobacco control bill. Um, so all of these people who are saying it should be delayed, where is that coming from? Is that coming from Big Tobacco somewhere? Oh, I, I don't I don't know exactly where it's coming from, but we've heard from uh, some groups that uh, have claimed to be um, um, small, uh, what do you call them, the um, small business owners or something like that. But we know that the tobacco industry has a history of recruiting front groups and third-party allies to push the agenda so that they are not seen at the forefront, but they're actually doing the work behind. So we know that it's not going to be far from them. But we in the health group believe that South Africans deserve to be protected. A lot of people are dying because of the use of these products and our children are being addicted, are being uh, recruited to become nicotine addicts in the in the in the in a space where there is no regulation covering some of these new products that have come into the market. The one point that these organizations make about the bill, and I think this is an important point that needs to be responded to, is that already we have a massive illicit tobacco economy. We know this. We know what happened during the lockdown when suddenly this economy exploded. It was growing a bit before the issues around SARS, which are important too. Um, is it not true, and I'd like you to respond to this if you can, Dr. Egbert, that if we end up trying to tighten control of cigarettes, all we're going to do is grow the illicit economy because you and I both know and I think must accept that government can't enforce the current law, never mind a new law. So um, I think that the, the industry uh, is using scare and propaganda uh, tactics, um, and now they're using delay tactics. I think that it's uh, totally far-fetched because you, there's no responsible government that would not put uh, laws in place to protect the citizens. And if we talk about illicit trade, who are the people propagating this, this uh, or, or, or managing or uh, promoting illicit uh, tobacco trade in South Africa? The industry has been found culpable as well so if it, it, it sometimes they, they make this narrative as if is a third party out there that is responsible for promoting the the sale of these products and what are these illicit products actually these illicit products are products that tax have not been paid for 
That's simple. So it's not like, okay, the illicit products are more harmful than the ones they are selling. There is no poison that is more poisonous in this case. Because as, as, you, uh, as we found during the lockdown, the tobacco industry was found to be selling cigarettes even during the time that it was banned. So when they cry about illicit tobacco, they are responsible for promoting illicit trade in the country. And so they shouldn't be crying. I think the South African people should be the one to speak about these issues. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think Parliament will actually pass the bill? I hope so. I actually hope so because I believe that we have been left far behind uh, other countries, even in Africa. There are many countries that have gone ahead of us to make sure that their laws are tightened. Even Botswana here passed a law in 2021. Um, and and South Africa, the South African Tobacco Control Bill is one of the weakest in the region at the moment. And, you, you know, we, all, we often hear the industry uh, uh, people saying, oh, we need to follow the UK uh, um, um, uh, uh, pattern or the UK route. If you go to the, 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 the laws in the UK, you would see that most of the things that we want to do now, the UK has already done many years ago. Sometimes, if some of them even more than 10 years ago, they've, start, they've put in place uh, um, um, packaging regulation. There's no attractive packaging of tobacco products in the UK currently. You cannot see advertisement at point of sale in the UK as we speak. Even the e-cigarettes are regulated in the UK. So most of these things that we're wanting to do now are things that other countries that I have done and have succeeded in doing, and I believe that South Africa is not going to be different. Dr. Catherine Egbert, thank you. Specialist scientist in the Alcohol, Tobacco and Other Drug Research Unit of the South African Medical Research Council. Well, your views on that around smoking, 086-000-2032, being a big uh, issue this week. Well, lots to come in the next little while. I'll update you on that story around the tickets and the Netball World Cup. You with SFM leading the conversation at o'clock.